Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. I broke my toe uh, dancing once. You call it a, a turd if you want to. It's delicious. Sometimes I think the neighbors are dying. I don't eat vegetables, so I don't know where the farmer's market is. Because <laughs> my body point. is made up of one-fifth honey bone. i got to tell you, it's pretty good. I was digging it. I needed more. Welcome to Bless Their Hearts. Jamie and John here on a gloomy fall day. And I got to say, I actually enjoy this weather. I told somebody earlier today that I hope it pours rain all day. So it makes me not feel guilty for just wanting to stay on my couch all day long and watch TV all day long. (laughs) I really enjoy that. And this weekend was the start of college football. So there was a lot of that happening already. Yeah. Did you, uh, I know you watched the Kentucky game. Did you get to watch any other football? I picked up bits and pieces, but not a ton. Are you, would you, your favorite sport is not football. Your favorite sport is baseball. Yes. Correct. Yes. Is football a close second or, I mean, is it like a mile and away? No, I, I mean, I really, I, I would say it's, so here's the thing. If I'm playing or involved in or watching people I care about or a team I care about, it's easily baseball. As much as I love the game of baseball, if I just turned on the Padres and the Brewers, I don't care as much. I would rather watch two NFL teams I don't care about. So I feel like, and I think it's obvious, just the game itself is more entertaining to watch uh, being football than than baseball is. So I'll admit that. Yeah. I mean, football season is definitely my favorite time of the year. So we're going to talk about football today, but I want to bring up we, we have a unique experience, Jamie, because anytime we watch a football game together, we're usually rooting for two different teams, right? Facts. But you and I have been had the privilege of calling some Madison Southern football games in which I think we're both cheering for the same team, but I get to call the game on TV and radio. And uh, it, it's my first year doing this. My first three games ever have happened so far, and – you're kind of an old pro. You're really good at doing the play-by-play. But, I mean, how much fun are you having doing It's this? so much fun. To be honest, I've done a ton of basketball going back to a decade with Nate from Mysteries of the Ohio Valley and the Stove Leg Media voice. Uh, he and I did basketball a long time ago, done a ton of basketball. I'd only actually done one football game before you and I started. So the Southern team that we cheer for or that we call the games for, at the time of this recording, they're 0-3. That means they've won zero games and they've lost all three that they've played. That doesn't mean they're a bad team, though. And I, and it's unfortunate their record doesn't reflect their effort. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? It's been a brutal stretch for them. But our most recent game, they got to play their cross-county or like in-county rival. So that Madison Southern versus Madison Central. Jamie, I – I feel like a celebrity because in town I'm getting comp compliments on how well we're doing calling the games and it feels really good. Yeah, it is. And a lot of people talking about the game. It was fantastic. Huge rivalry game and tons of people were watching or listening to us. How is it like calling a game with me? And I want you to be honest. It's good. Like, I mean, I asked you to do it for a reason. I know, you know, a lot about football and you like talking about it. So I knew that would be great. What I didn't expect was the pain. How's your left arm doing? The physical pain of you getting excited and punching me when things happen. So in the first game, I I mean, admittedly, I'm I'm a football coach at heart. I'm a player. I'm a football coach. Now I'm in the broadcast booth. 
So the very first week we're doing this, I didn't know what I was doing. I still don't know what I'm doing, but you're doing play-by-play. It's your job to talk about the play as it's happening. But there was a, a point where we caught a pass way downfield, and it was obvious he was going to score. Yeah. And I couldn't help but interrupt you and just take over your duties, and I felt really bad for that. So I'm trying to be conscious about not interrupting you, but I have to do something. That energy has to go somewhere. <laughs> and it's come out – me hitting you the whole time you're trying to talk. I apologize. I don't like one time I hit the, the desk where all of our equipment was. And I was like, I'm going to break this. So then the next time it happened, I just started punching you like uncontrollably. Yeah. There was a player that hurdled another player, which I later found like that's a penalty. That should have been a penalty. You can't do that in high school. You can't do you. So because like it's a, like, if you try to jump over somebody and they stand up and catch your legs and you break your neck, like that's why it's illegal in high school. Wow. Okay. So what Jamie's talking about is there was a player running down the field uh, for our team. The tackler came in really low trying to get his ankles and our boy just like jumped over the kid. It's legal in NFL and college football, but you're saying it's illegal. Yeah. They threw so many flags I don't, I'm surprised they let that one go. <laughs> they, they were probably just like their their flag throwing arm was just tired. And they're like, oh, God, I mean. At one point, there were more flags on the field than refs. I don't know how that happened. The yeah, other I, team had a whistle. Maybe there were some other folks with flags. It All in all, it was a good game. It was messy. It was good, though. Um, yeah, so that was funny because after the game, I went down and talked to that kid with my extroverted self. And then when I came back and told you about the conversation, you're like, how did, how did this happen? How well, did this you didn't start off with, oh, I went and introduced myself to this player. Yeah. You're like, hey, he's coming to youth group next week. And I was like, <laughs> how did we get there? Like, like connect important. some dots for me. No, this, this kid, this young man is just phenomenal football player. And I got the chance after the game to – I saw him standing there with his mom and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go introduce myself. And we had a pleasant conversation in which I invited him to go to church with us. Oh man. That's what, that just shows like how we're different. Cause I would have walked upon that and thought, man, I hope they don't talk to me <laughs> and I would have walked the other direction. It's funny how different we are. Um, yeah, but it's fun. I got a few stories, man. If that's okay. Before we jump in. Absolutely. This. Have at it. I really think that my phone can read my thoughts. Okay. All right. Or that it's watching me with my camera. So I'm sure this is weird, but like I love shaving cream. Like I love a good high quality shaving cream. So my wife has bought me this brand called Perazzo. And when you use it, it's from Italy and it like, I don't know, it makes your skin feel so good when you shave. Um, but it comes in, you know, those old school, like they're, it looks like a tube of toothpaste, but it's like a metal, like an aluminum or, yeah, or something. Yeah, I got you. Well, like when you come to the end of that, like you're trying to squeeze it out. But the other day, like I was squeezing it out and it was breaking all over the place. I had that problem. I was barely able to get shaving cream out. Jamie, I told nobody about that problem. It was just an sure. internal. I did it. That really sucks. I need to put it on my list and buy some more. That night on TikTok, I saw three TikTokers who had inventions where they would put the old shaving cream in this device that you would, you it was like a, you would put it in this machine, crank a wheel, and it would squeeze out all that shaving cream. Yeah. Well, I, that's not a coincidence. I think my phone can read my thoughts or the video, like if it was in the bathroom with me, which I hope. It's not this, but like maybe the camera saw me struggling with this and said, I bet John boy could use 
a shaving crease, shaving cream getter outer. So I'm going to put a TikTok on there for you. Here's the thing. I think there are absolutely settings on phones where they can listen and retarget you with ads. But I talked about it with no one. I know that for a fact. That's what I'm saying. I know that for a fact. If you mention a product, like that can happen. Like now, because I've talked about it, it's going to just up up the ante and like put a thousand of them on there. For well, me well I don't know that the camera can pick up things and do that. It may be able to, but that's not something I can say I can speak to for certain, but I think it's a leap to think that it saw you struggling. Like it interpreted. He's having a hard time with that. I'm going to get a video to fix his problem. But like, I think it could have given you ads for the product yeah. for the shaving cream, but for the problem you were having, I think it's a step in the, an AI that I hope we haven't made yet. I I have not seen targeted ads for shaving creams, even though I really like them. I don't talk about it a lot, so or at all. My yeah. wife knows it. She's the one who bought it for me, so it's not like I've been on Amazon and even searched it. Like she bought this for me two years ago, and it's taken me this long to go through it. How does it know that I needed that that day? That's pretty crazy. That is what crazy. if I told you? That I shave my entire head, neck, and face without a drop of shaving cream. We talked about this off the air the Does other day. Does it bother you? I, I think sometimes my TikTok thinks I'm you. <laughs> and so it puts content on there that I think you would enjoy. And there was a guy shaving his head incredibly fast with no shaving cream. And, and he said that after you shave your head like that for a few months, your head just is basically a callus like, and you can do that. I cannot remember. Like years since I've used shaving cream at all, I don't even use it on my face anymore. I would like, and I think I told the story on the air about the barber telling my wife, I need to come in and get their like hot shave of mm-hmm. my head. So I may try that. All right. See how it goes. I got a couple more. I'm going to keep going. Have at it, man. I also think, so not only is my TikTok feed for you sometimes instead of for me, I think I'm starting to have your dreams. All right. So I had a dream the other night that I was a baseball coach. I've never coached baseball. My son doesn't play baseball. My daughter doesn't play softball. I have that dream once a week. So I'm coaching, and man, my your hatred for umpires possessed my my body. <laughs> like, like I was so frustrated with the refs. I, in my dream, the refs had something they needed to do at home, and they wanted to go home so quick that their plan was to caught like throw all of our team members out of the game in order to forfeit the game and go home. And so like our kids would be just interacting with each other, talking, not doing anything wrong. The ref threw them out. And so I got livid. Well, then also the ref got frustrated that our players, because some of our players were missing easy ground balls. Right. So the, the umpires in a scene that I had never seen before in baseball took these giant rolls of paper and rolled them out on the field so that it would slow down the ground ball so they could have an easier time catching them and they could get home faster. It was oh, really bizarre. That's pretty awesome. Really actually. bizarre. So like, is there a, t- cause we've talked about this. We teach Sunday school together. We volunteer at places together. We do two to three podcasts together. We are neighbors the only new thing is the calling football to get, like, is that where we cross the line? I don't know. Broadcasting don't know. football. Was that it? When it I start having your dreams completed I mean, the mind meld, I had to write it down. So I'd remember to tell you because it was intended for you. I believe it's pretty insane. It was, we- it was a weird dream. weird dream. That sounds like every dream I have. 
And then the one more thing involves your family that that was hilarious. Yesterday we were at church. Indeed. And, you know, our pastor was about to get on the stage and preach a sermon, but I got a rumble in my tummy. And um, as you often do, I had to get up and go take care of some business. And I was gone for a long time. And now not that entire time was used in the bathroom for me, admittedly a few minutes. But then when I walked out, I saw an old friend and we started chatting. We chatted for probably five, five to 10 minutes. It was a while. So you were gone. I had to make a decision. Do I go back in and let 300 people think that I just took the longest poop (laughs) during church? Well, of course, even if they think it, nobody's going to say it, right? Right. Or do I just stay in the hallway and not listen to the sermon? But I wanted to listen to the sermon. So I came back in looking down so that I didn't see all the judgmental faces. But what I hear is your sweet youngest daughter's voice say, Mommy, John was in the bathroom for a long time. Grace was worried, man. She was <laughs> concerned about your bowels. Well, I love that child, and it made me laugh so much. It was really good. Like she, and it wasn't prompted. It wasn't like, "Hey, where do you think John's been?" or anything like that. She was just like, "Man, he's been in the bathroom for a while." And she didn't know. Like we didn't even say John went to the bathroom. I guess she just made that assumption because she knows you all too well. That's it. Was really funny. So you mentioned TikTok, John. I was watching TikTok the other day because it's what I do with pretty much all my free time. And a TikTok came up to where it was this scenario of three guys trying to name, like come up with a mascot for Auburn University. I saw this same TikTok. That's what prompted me to do this episode. Our our algorithms are in unison with the lunar cycle or something. I don't know. Yeah. But basically these guys are like, all right, uh, let's go with a tiger. Okay. It's like, uh, okay, sounds good. Tiger. It's like, and then everybody agrees and they start to walk away and he's like, and there's going to be an Eagle. <laughs> it's like, what? So are we going with a tiger? And he, no, we're going with a tiger. So we're good. Yep. Walks away. War Eagle. Like, <laughs> why is it? There's just going to be an Eagle there. So yeah. So mascots for college, especially colleges, some professional teams are complicated. So I think it would be fun. This isn't a sports episode. Don't turn it off. We're making fun of animals and decisions being made. Like some things are just weird. It really is. And I mean, even my love of Tennessee football has one of the most unique like mascots of all time. We'll get to that. I don't want to start with that. We'll get there. Well, because typical mascots are usually animals. Like we're, we're talking lions and tigers and bears. So let's just talk. You, why didn't you say, Oh my, yeah. Like that was a softball. Sorry. Oh my. So <laughs> let's just talk about sec mascots because this is God's league. You know, it's right up there with Chick-fil-A. God gave us Chick-fil-A and he gave us the sec. So let's talk about those. Everything else is ridiculous. Is that fair? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to bring up another one later on, but yeah. All right. So I found this Saturday Down South article about the SEC nicknames ranked by uniqueness. All right. Do you want to guess who 13 and 14 are? It's probably Tigers or Wildcats. Close. It's Bulldogs. So Georgia and Mississippi State both have Bulldogs as their mascots. Really nothing remarkable here. I do think it's funny that, like, if you talk to a Georgia fan, they'll just randomly bark at you. Yeah. And I think that's hilarious. And, that grown men will just bark at you. And their dog's name is Ugga, like UGA, like University of Georgia. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. It's it's funny. 
Anything you want to comment on? No, I don't. It's at the bottom of the list. And number 10 and 12, you've already said it, the Tigers. Yeah. LSU, Auburn, and Missouri all have Tigers. Oh, yeah. I forgot about I forgot Missouri's in the SEC because that makes zero <laughs> sense. I mean, they're kind of like the stepbrother that, you know, they're there because they have to be mm-hmm. because their dad's now married to your mom. Yeah. But they don't belong there. They don't belong in any, <laughs> in any form or fashion. But why? Like, here's the thing. It's like I, a weird stepbrother. Like Kentucky, like, we have bobcats. We have wild cats in Kentucky. Are there tigers just roaming around the the parishes of, of Louisiana or Missouri or Missouri or is that where Auburn? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like tigers. I don't think are native to this continent. Yeah, so I don't get how three of the fourteen SEC schools SEC schools have tigers. As, I mean, like, what? let's think of a more logical LSU mascot. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think there could be two teams that are the Gators. They should be, yeah, they should be the Crocodiles or the Alligators. Yeah. I, I think that that would fit. Or, like, a play on Bourbon Street. Yeah. You know, like the LSU drunkards, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. I like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, like, I don't know, the gumbo LSU. Mm, that sounds know. delicious. Jambalaya. I don't know. But Tigers is weird. And Auburn and Missouri have the same. I think the most ridiculous one there is Missouri. Like, yeah. All right, we're in the SEC. What's our mascot? Uh, Tigers. Tigers. We picked one that two other schools already had, Missouri. So let's talk about Auburn for a minute because their war cry is War Eagle. I never had thought about that their mascot is a tiger. Where does War Eagle come from? Why do they say that? According to Auburn's website, and I, I have a I had a close friend in college who's an Auburn fan, and he explained this to me like ten times, but straight up, I never listened because I didn't care. So the the story is that this goes back to the first time that Auburn played Georgia on the football field, right? Okay. In the stands that day was an American soldier who had an eagle with him that had been his pet and lived with him for years. Is this legit? I according to witnesses the Eagle suddenly left its owner and just started circling the field, like flying over top of the field. And as that happened, Auburn had a drive and drove down the field to score on Georgia to win the game. And to celebrate all the fans and students started chanting, yeah, war Eagle. And that became their chant. That's the, that's the story. That's a great, somewhat unbelievable story. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There's another story about somebody thinking that they heard a quarterback saying war Eagle when they yelled bald Eagle. I don't know. There are a few other stories, but that one's my favorite. If, if, if a story has three different versions and none of them are the same, that means all of them are made up. Well, then I'm going to continue to disappoint (laughs) you with some other stories. All right. So that takes care of 10, 11 and 12. Number nine is the wildcats of Kentucky. Yeah. Now, I mean, you know, I don't like Kentucky football team or basketball team or any athletic team from Kentucky, but I mean, they're wearing blue. Like every time I've seen you lately though, yeah, throwing that out there, Jellico blue devils. So that's where that comes from homeboy. But I mean, there are wild cats in Kentucky, so it's not a stretch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it makes sense out of so, so far out of everything on this list we're we're somewhere logical now. Yeah. And I mean, it's far down in the list cause it's not unique. It is, appropriate it is accurate i think something would be cooler like for a while 
Kentucky had a, an arena team called the Thoroughbreds. They had a hockey team called the Thoroughblades. I would like to see a tie-in with the horses and make it something unique. That makes sense. But still, I mean, Wildcats is historic. Um, it's it's never going to change. I saw a Wildcat like in between our yards. Yeah, and it, it, I'm not talking about like like a calico cat. I'm talking yeah. about like dude. Why didn't you tell line. me? <laughs> it was a situation where. I was in my recliner looking at my window and I just enjoyed it. And I didn't think about it possibly going to your house to kill your dogs. Gee, thanks. Number eight. And the, these are getting more unique apparently, but uh, the Aggies, Texas A&M, do you know why they're called the Aggies? Well, it's a, it's a land grant university and it's focused on agriculture, but what's an Aggie? Well, I, that sounded like you were reading something, but I was watching you and you were not. Yeah. <laughs> It's derivative of the word agriculture, which yeah. is used to describe students based on the popular area of study from the school within the last century. There's also a few other teams that are the Aggies uh, in the FBS series, and that's Utah State, New Mexico, and, of course, Texas A&M. Which I guess is what we called people in college that major, majored in agriculture. Aggies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Texas A&M, this is another school that's um, – they're more modern in the SEC. Like they weren't in the SEC when we were kids, right? Yeah, they came in with there was Missouri, with Missouri. Didn't they? like so recently. Yeah, we got Missouri and the the West got Texas A and M. Yeah, we're about to get Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I think basically the SEC is going to be the league that everybody wants to be in. Well, in about I, ten years. I think we're going to end up with two, maybe three major leagues, and that's going to be it. But yeah, yeah. but SEC is certainly the leader of that right now. Number seven, the Ole Miss Rebels. Um, okay. That's somewhat controversial, and some folks are surprised that it's still a thing today. Some folks, including me. I mean, everything's oh, that reminds PC me. now. Like, Rebels obviously referring to the rebellion and the Civil War, uh, the, the, the South's going to rise again type of situation. Yeah. So I'm surprised if we're tearing down statues and we're uh, changing flags that – we're letting people still be the rebels. Yeah, their their mascot is Colonel Reb. Yeah, <laughs> so that's like just, they're leaning in. It's not like they're running away from it. Has there been discussion about them changing it, and why is that their mascot? Yeah. So, sorry, going backwards, we were calling this game on Friday, and it was Madison Southern who are the Eagles, and yep. Madison Central who are the Indians. And I remember early in the game, you had to say like there was they were the. Indians were on defense and there was like five or six players that tackled one of our Southern boys, the Eagles. And I don't know if this was true or not, but I think I heard you hesitate and did not want to say Indians. I 100% hesitated. And then I looked at you and smiled and I hope you knew that I knew what was going on, but we didn't acknowledge it on the air, of course, but you were apprehensive to say Indians. But then I think your brain was like, that's their name. That's what I they are. I have that. to say. So the Washington. Uh, you almost said Native Americans. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Washington Redskins are no longer the Redskins. They're the Commanders, which is so dumb. The Cleveland Indians are no longer the Indians. They are the Guardians, which people from Cleveland will say, oh, well, it has a meaning because yada, yada, yada. It sounds dumb. Um, yeah. Florida so, State Seminoles. I mean, they have a Seminole Indian come out and ride a horse before the game with like full Indian dress on like yeah, and headpiece and everything. Yeah. And it's a member of the tribe. So I think they would argue that they have a tie in with the tribe, which right. I think everybody else would argue it's still 
potentially insensitive. Yeah, I'm surprised we still have high schools that are the Indians. I don't. I've never heard conversation about them changing it. Have you? Uh, no. Uh, the so Cumberland College where I went were the Indians, yep. and now they changed their name to the Patriots, which somehow I find it more offensive <laughs> that they changed it to the Patriots, who are the people responsible for killing all the Indians. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Do I need to edit that out? Like, no, no. I I think it makes sense. I think you're right. Um. But yeah, I did absolutely hesitate, and there was a reason for that. It was really funny. I called it number six on this list, and boy, I think we can spend some time here. Can we? Can we not move on yet? So, okay. All right. um, I couldn't find why Mississippi, Ole Miss, is called the Rebels, but the state of Mississippi flag is still like has looks like the Confederate flag, right? Yeah. And SEC, the commissioner. Back in 2020, stated that if there is no change, there will be consideration of no SEC championship events being held in the state of Mississippi until that flag has changed. Yeah. So if they're doing that, why not look at changing the, which this article is a push to change the name of the Rebels, but. Yeah, they're still the Rebels right now. Number six, South Carolina, the Gamecocks. The Gamecocks. Now, it's funny to me because in the weeks that we're recording this, they've been on the news lately because for some reason, and it's a long story, they have to change the name of their mascot. And so they did like a Twitter poll, basically, asking for people to vote on what their new mascot name should be. There was like the Cock Commander, which overwhelmingly won. Which is overwhelmingly worse. (laughs) But they decided to go against the poll and changed it to something else like general commander or something like that. And that's the name of like the, the, not the nickname, but the actual mascot. Right. Yeah. They're not the game. Well, they are the Gamecocks, but that's the name for like Tennessee has the dog Smokey. Yeah. Well, they're not the Tennessee Smokies. Yeah. That's a baseball team. It probably Uh, should be. Yeah. So the nickname, the Gamecocks is a reference to the fighting tactics of a revolutionary war general, Thomas Sumter. And he was, his nickname was the fighting Gamecock. And that's why they took on that name. It's not just about fighting chickens. I thought it was about fighting chickens. No, I think so. we dated a girl (laughs) whose grandfather separate times. (laughs) We talked about that in depth and the timelines get even more blurry when we start putting specific dates to it. But anyway, we dated the girl whose grandfather was really big into the the game, illegal game of cockfighting. Yeah, I used to help him take care of his chickens. Yeah, and and I saw his incubators that you built, and he gave me a cockfighting hat. <laughs> yeah, with a big rooster on it. I wish I still had that hat. You know how funny that would be. But and, and but they were named after uh, General Thomas Sumter, being the fighting gamecock. So. It is, of course, like a chicken mascot, and um, I don't think there's been any push to change that one, but it certainly opens itself up to many, many jokes. Number five, Florida Gators. The Gator is the only, like, Florida Gators is the only use of Gator as a mascot. Really? That's shocking to me because, because A, I mean, it's a popular team. It's a successful university. Gatorade is named after them. Yep. How is another school not taking that on? I think the most likely would be LSU. Yeah. And they've already got a tiger. <laughs> there are other schools in the swamps. I'm sure there's like a University of the Bayou that should be the Gators. That's true. Maybe not. I made that up. But 
Yeah, that's surprising to me. I would think that Gamecocks would be more rare than Gators. Are there other Gamecocks? Uh, Jacksonville State also uses Gamecocks. Okay. Another Florida school. Is that where Florida Deion is? Sanders coaches? Oh, man. I don't know. That's a good question. I will say that they stand alone as my most hated school, Florida Gators. I hate okay, them I so that. much. Deion Sanders actually coaches at Jackson State, not Jacksonville. Is that also in Florida, though? Jackson State? Or is that Mississippi? That would be in... Daggummit. Dumb roll. I was trying to delay it and get it there. I can just take this opportunity to tell you again how much I hate the Florida Gators. It's a lot. Yes, it is in Jackson, Mississippi. I also hate Florida, but not as much as I hate Tennessee. Ten Louisville. Kentucky, man, has beat Florida like three of its last five outings. Yep. And Tennessee, the last time they beat them was 2016. The last time they'd beat them before that was 2002. Wow. And I was at it's both of those games. So you go in this year? They, they need to pay me to go to those games. But. Are you allowed in Neyland Stadium? There, there was a question there, Mark, there for a long time yeah, because they took us. my information. Yeah. Number four, Arkansas Razorbacks. This is not a controversial. I mean, this is like this comes from a long-legged hog, and that is found in some southern states. So Arkansas, we're going to give them a pass. They don't have a ridiculous mascot, in my opinion. They got this mascot after a victory over LSU, where somebody said they played like a band of Razorback hogs. That was their coach, Hugo Bezdek. Yeah. Going back to Kentucky, um, I, I do want to point out, Jamie, I'm, I'm kind of proud of your boy, Mark Stoops. He is tied with as being the most winningest coach in Kentucky football history. He's tied right now with the man, Bear Bryant. He is. So he's so, probably going to break that in the next few weeks. I mean, he plays. they play Florida this weekend, which – uh, we're recording this so far in advance. Yeah, that's it's like three weeks out. ago. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, after he should this have week, broken that record by the time this comes out. Yeah, yeah that's all. That's impressive. I'm Which, not gonna lie. Have you heard? It's this? only sixty. So I mean, Bear Bryant wasn't there very long before he went to another famous university. He did okay there too. Uh, have you heard the story about why he left Kentucky? No, because you know they had Bear Bryant and uh, and. Adolph Rupp there at the same time. Yeah. So why did he leave? So there's a story, and I'm trying to find it for sure. Um, of course, Kentucky felt like it was a basketball school. Adolph Rupp was already winning national championships with with the basketball team. While Bear Bryant was doing well, they, they weren't quite there. Kentucky was recognized as a 1950 national champion, but that was like – I don't know, back when there were 15, depending on who uh, who you decided was going to be the national champion last year. And I want to get this right. So I, I think I have the story in my head, but we'll take a quick break. When I come back, I'll tell you why for sure, uh, how those rumors look and why Bear Bryant left. At True Crime Cast, we cover the big names and cases that everybody wants to hear. But we specialize in the small town unknown cases you've never heard of. If you're listening to True Crime Cast, you'll hear us give the details of each case and our analysis of whether or not justice is served. Find us wherever you find your favorite podcast. Y'all should go ahead and subscribe and join in on the conversation. I'm Jamie. And I'm John. This is 
True Crime Cast. All right, man. You've been doing some research over there. What you got for me? I have. So at a banquet back in the day, they were having an athletic banquet. And as it turns out, Adolph Rupp was given a Cadillac by the University of Kentucky uh, as a result of his success with the basketball team and confidence in him being the leader of the, the team for years to come. Paul Bear Bryant was given a really nice engraved cigarette lighter. Ouch. He then resigned from Kentucky and uh, I think he may have gone to A&M before he ended up there, but he ended up at uh, Alabama to become, uh, I would say up until a few years ago, probably the best coach of all time. Yeah. So, I mean, like in recent history, though, it seems like the UK athletic department's having very similar uh, issues. Not, not that John Calipari was given like a brand new car, but uh, there was some Twitter war going on between John Calipari and coach Mark Stoops. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Coach Cal said that that it was a, uh, it was a basketball school and Kentucky football has seen more success recently than the, the basketball team has. So Stoops didn't take kindly to that. Yeah. It was rough. Not, not good times. So to continue on here with our list of mascots that are unique, we have the top three and I, and these are great. All right, so number three most unique name in the SEC are, let's see if you know this. Do you know what Vanderbilt's nickname is? It's the Commodores. Why in the world are they the Commodores? So Commodore is, you know, basically it's a naval uh, reference. It's an official ranking in the Navy. If you know your geography, Jamie, there's no ocean around Nashville. Yeah, it's not, not even, even close. close to a major river. Like, well, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's closer the to the Mississippi river than Knoxville over there, but it's not exactly. Like, no, it's several hours away yeah. in Memphis, so it's four or five hours away. But yeah, they're the Commodores. I have no idea why they got this nickname. It is in reference to Cornelius Vanderbilt, who made his fortune uh, in shipping with with like ships. Gotcha. Um, and that's why they, they got it and they say go doors or cheer for the doors. And that's why they say anchor down. There's an anchor on her on their mascot. So it's very uh, naval based due to Cornelius Vanderbilt. The school has no affiliation with any armed forces, let alone the Navy. It's a very random nickname it is. and mascot for where the school is. Like if they were at like Virginia Beach and they were actually a naval academy. I get it. Maybe the the navy team could have this nickname, but they don't. So it's it's interesting. It's the only uh, Commodores mascot out of all the other colleges. Isn't a Commodore also a bird? Like there are no like Commodores that are birds mascots. I don't know. Maybe not. But yeah, um, definitely. And also, I mean, Vanderbilt's not known for. They're really good at baseball, but. I would say they're known for their academics more than anything, specifically their work in medicine. Vanderbilt Hospital uh, is huge. A lot of uh, medical students go through there. So, yeah, find it certainly an odd pairing. Yeah, I mean, they, they would couple well with Missouri. I think they're they're both stepbrothers who don't belong in the SEC. Agreed. But, 
All right, that leaves us with two, Jamie. The number two most unique name in SEC college football is the Alabama Crimson Tide. So originally, this was a simple correlation to the school's colors by a sports writer. But what's most unique to me is not the name Crimson Tide. I mean, I get they they have a maroon jersey and the Crimson Tide. I get that. But do you know what their mascot is? It's an elephant. Why? <laughs> like I found two stories. There's, as far as I know, there's not native elephants in Alabama. <laughs> yeah, not native to this continent. So apparently, there there are two stories. One is that there was a guy who owned a series of 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 like suitcase stores. His name was J.D. Rosenberger, and he was a huge Alabama fan. And he gave each student a suitcase, and on that suitcase there was an elephant logo. Okay, I don't like that one. The second store. I thought you were going to tell me it was made for like elephant skin. Dude, that would or be. Or like the handle was made of ivory from yeah, a tusk. I think that would also be not very PC right now. Um, this one comes from uh, a, a, somebody who wrote for the Atlanta Journal, somebody named Everett Strupper. And this happened at a 1930 game where Alabama played Old Miss. And he wrote at the end of the third quarter that the earth started to tremble. There was a distant rumble that continued to grow. And some fans said, hold your horses. The elephants are coming. And then out came Alabama football. Wow. So those are the two stories that I could find. Still don't really get it. What, why are they even the Crimson Tide? Yeah, I guess it goes back to their jerseys being maroon. They're, it's, you know, a crimson color. But what does that have to do with the Tide? Yeah, I don't know. I guess if there's a lot of crimson coming at you, it could be called a tide of crimson. Yeah, I think uh, like and, the tide coming in from and that's kind of what shore. I pulled up here as well. Is it was a different sports writer that said that it looked like a tide of crimson was coming in towards you when they were approaching. Yeah, that makes sense. But when I see the Alabama mascot, like my hatred for them in Florida are about equal. But when I see that their mascot is an elephant. I'm just like, these people are so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like, name one smart person from Alabama. <laughs> no, no I have comments. Some, I have some friends from Alabama. He's he's smart. <laughs> you said, I have some friends. <laughs> he is smart. <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. Uh, uh, Destin from Smarter Every Day is from Alabama. He's not my friend, but he could he's be. <laughs> super, super smart. smart. But they have an elephant as their mascot, and that is dumb. You know what else is dumb? Tennessee's number mascot. one on your list. I can poke fun at myself. The Tennessee volunteers. A lot of people ask why they're, they are the volunteers. And it goes back to well over 200 years ago. The war of 1812 needed volunteers to serve. And people from Tennessee were so willing to serve that they dubbed the nickname, the Tennessee volunteers. That makes sense. I get it. But just like Alabama, just like Louisiana state university, there and the Gamecocks of South Carolina. There's so many other things that Tennessee does. It's so discombobulated, right? Like we have the volunteers, we have Davy Crockett, we have a guy dressed up as Davy Crockett. Yeah, comes out in a coon hat. Why? With a rifle? Because I mean, he explored because it his makes way sense through Tennessee. Yeah. It does make sense. But then we also have Smokey the dog. Why? I don't know. I don't know why we we have like four different mascots. We're the volunteers. How do you portray the volunteers? You know, like in the third quarter, do we all just, they ask for volunteers and we all just raise our hand. We are the volunteers. No, we don't do that. I don't know. Like, I don't know how you, how you 
portray that in a form of a mascot. So because it's hard to do, we have Smokey, the dog. We have Davy Crockett. It, it's just, we're weird, man. Is it really volunteering if it's court ordered? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I can't find a reason why there's a dog. I, I don't know that there is a good one. I mean, it's a coon dog, so you go coon hunting. But we're not the Tennessee coon hounds. We're not the Tennessee raccoons. We're the Tennessee volunteers, and we have a dog as a mascot. Georgia has a dog as a mascot, but, but they're, they're the, the dogs. bulldogs, and their 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 dog is a bulldog. It makes sense. So does Tennessee need to change their name to the Tennessee greyhound or the not greyhounds, Tennessee coonhounds? That would be awesome. In 1953, the University of Tennessee Pep Club held a contest to select a coonhound, a common breed in Tennessee, which, I mean, there are lots of breeds of coonhounds. I think it's a black and tan. Uh, This can't be an ordinary hound, they said. It must be a hound dog in the best sense of the word. That's so stupid. (laughs) You know, I love them, and I love Smokey, but it's hard to argue that it's not stupid. Yeah. Like, Okay, we're the volunteers, and then in the fifties, some rebel kids were like, "Hey, well, let's let's pick a coonhound dog to be our mascot." Why? I don't get it. There are some other funny mascots. Can I just go through like a list? Like, of course, man. There is a uh, there's a high school in Polka County, West Virginia, and they're called the Polka Dots. Mm. What was your high school mascot? While you keep that list up, yeah, I was the James A. K. Wood Trojans. Okay. And then the Harlan Green Dragons. A lot of dragons over in Harlan, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's a good point. They got a in your coal mines. There's you got to watch out for those dragons. <laughs> they're they're deep down in the, in the deep dark hills of eastern Kentucky. I played a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. I don't ever remember a green dragon. Uh, we, you got to watch out for the the red dragons and the white dragons. I don't remember a green dragon. Really? Coming. The you like this coming from a blue devil? Yeah. There was another team in our in our area called the Purple Devils. The Purple Devils. We were the Blue Devils. Which sounds better, but I don't know why. Why give? Why does it need a color? Just <laughs> does that make it feel less evil if you make it blue? Yeah, I don't know. Like over the years, I've saw Jellico's mascot's face change from like this really just like cartoonish looking devil that you weren't intimidated by to now it's like full on Satan. <laughs> you know. See, I would think it would go the opposite direction. Yeah, I see what you, yeah, I see what you're saying. Is that not? But it's not like that. When I'm trying to think of what, like our football helmets, I think we had. I don't think we had anything on our helmets other than like a football and our number. And I, I need to call some of my Jellico friends to help me remember. I got hit in the head a lot, but now I, I think they have like either the word devil or they had a trident. You know? Yeah. I, I feel like I've told my mascot stories where I was actually the mascot. So I'm not going to go into all those, but man, I had a lot of good times as a blue devil. Uh, minor league baseball teams have some good names like the Savannah bananas. Uh, we have uh, what, what's the team in, in Lexington called the something health genomes, wild health genomes. It's weird. It's weird to me that we have, is it? Are they both minor league teams? We have yeah. the Lexington Legends. And they share a field, yeah. And then they Same share ownership. a field with the Wild Health. Is that what you said? I think so. Wild Genomes. Health Genomes. I don't know what that means. The Southern Arkansas Mule Riders. The Lansing Lugnuts. 
That's pretty good. I like those. Um, Who did you say were the polka dots? Polka County, um, West Virginia. They're the polka dots. The Bowling Green in Western Kentucky is the Bowling Green Purples. I didn't know that. I think they used to be the Purple People Eaters. I feel like the polka dots, like how did they get that name? Did they have like, all right, guys, 7 o'clock this Saturday, we're going to meet up. And we're going to pick a team mascot, but the only people that showed up were like people, <laughs> you know, they're like, all right, the polka dots. Let's see. I'm just scrolling through a list at this point. The Florence Y'alls is a minor league baseball team. They used to be the Florence Freedom. If you've been to Florence, Kentucky, there's a big water tower that says Florence Y'all when you get there. So they named themselves the Florence Y'alls. I love mascots, man. I think churches need their own mascots. This came up earlier. The Rocket City Trash Pandas is a uh, is a minor league baseball team. Rocket City. Where's that at? Let's see. That's in Huntsville, Alabama. I was going to say it sounds like a NASA correlation. The Hartford Yard Goats is a baseball team. Feels like that's a team that was invented in the early 1800s and never changed. That's pretty funny. Here's a team that uh, that I don't even know what sport it is, but the their name is the Legs Misera. Like it looks like miserable. Lay Miz. <laughs> yeah, but it's Legs instead of Lay. The Akron Rubber Ducks. I love the Rubber Ducks. Um, I always wanted to call a team the Thunder Ducks. There's the Santa Cruz Banana Slugs, and the uh, number one team on this list is the Traverse City Beach Bums. The Beach Bums. That's cool. I think Traverse City's in Michigan. It is indeed. And there's, I mean, there's the shores there, there of lakes. the Great Lakes. There's a lake there. Yeah. So mascots are fun. I Berea College locally, I think there's a conversation about renaming. They're the Mountaineers. And uh, I was really pushing some of these unique ones. Uh, some some up for uh, debate were like the Ridge Runners. I like the Thunder Ducks. Um, now they've changed. They're still the Mountaineers, but they have like they have changed, a new kept mascot. their nickname. Go, yeah, new mascot, which is uh, Bear. Yeah, which makes sense because there are bears in Berea. Yeah, and the, what what were they before? Like a Davy Crockett kind yeah. of like guy. Yeah. Okay. So and Eastern Kentucky University are the Colonels. Yep. Which. Like, why do we spell it like that? There's no R in Colonel. C-O-L-E-N-O-L. Colonel. When, uh, yeah, I also can't spell Lincoln. Yeah. (laughs) That's a name that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, the Colonels. The Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. There's no hills in Western Kentucky. Well, it's it's on top (laughs) of a hill, but it's not like a mountainous hill. It's not like they're in the Smokies. That's true. Uh, They have a very famous mascot as well. Big Red. Yep. Mascots, man, they're fun. I, I think I think true crime cast needs a mascot and bless their hearts needs a mascot. I think like if tr- if bless their hearts had a mascot, it has to be a guy with a like a camouflage hat wearing overalls and maybe no shirt under his overalls. Probably just definitely like, no Crocs, though, right? No, like because you wear Crocs, maybe no shoes at all. And Probably. then holding like a mason jar. Or like one of those old jugs, you know, like yeah. the big jugs with the thumb loop. The jug you can play. And then like the three X's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's Bless Their Hearts mascot. True like crime a, cast. I don't know what that would be. <laughs> you remember the old uh, Domino's mascot or like the Noid that would cause all kinds of trouble? The Domino's mascot? Yeah. 
the Noid. I remember the Little Caesars mascot, which was like a cartoon version that looked like Phineas and Ferb. Pizza, 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 pan, pan. Do you remember when Little Caesars, like, man, Little Caesars back in the day, dude. They had that giant pizza with the we, squares. I remember that giant pizza, and it came on a piece of cardboard with a giant, like, paper bag over it. Do you yeah. remember that? Man. Man, we really have went downhill in our society. I'm really hungry. The, the 1980s and 1990s McDonald's. Looks so much cooler than what even the toys. I remember having McDonald's Happy Meal toys that were legit. Like it'd be a thing of chicken nuggets that can transform into an army guy, and it yeah. was like legit wouldn't break. Yeah. Now they don't do anything they say they're gonna do. Yeah, man, we we have just fallen so far as a society. <laughs> yeah. Have salad on the menu. That's my salad noise. All right. I think the wheels have fallen off. All right. We appreciate you guys. I hope you enjoyed. And we uh, don't think we've forgotten about measurement part two, trying to get uh, Ray has a job. So it's harder to get him in, but we'll figure that out at some point. All right. Nonetheless, we love y'all. We'll see you next time. You've listened to Bless Their Hearts, distributed by Stoveleg Media. Make sure you subscribe, leave a five-star review, and go check us out on StoveLeg.com where you can learn more about Jamie and John. StoveLeg Media, igniting conversation.